from Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church and also president of Walking in Grace Ministries. Now, for this season of Straight Truth, we have three special guests that are joining us. First, we have Dr. Bruce Ware, professor of Christian theology at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and also Dr. Tom Schreiner, also professor of New Testament at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. And these two brothers are pastors and elders at Clifton Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. Lastly, we're joined by Pastor Mike Fabares, pastor of Compass Bible Church in Southern California. Now, as always, please leave us a comment on social media or on YouTube, and let us know what you're thinking about as we discuss these important issues. The question I'd like to address to you, Tom, um, you just released a book recently on spiritual gifts, and you actually taught that at this church uh, over several days. It was really good and helpful, and I would commend the book to anyone. Uh, in our context in Houston, there are quite a few charismatic churches. Of course, there are charismatic churches everywhere, but we often have people come to our church um, that need to be taught biblically about the spiritual gifts. And one in particular that they get hung up on is the gift of prophecy. Some people feel like they have this gift, um, that the Holy Spirit somehow tells them whether somebody is in need here or whether something is about to happen over there. And, uh, and, and they need to be addressed from the scriptures about how to think about that. In the Bible, there are prophets in the Old Testament who clearly proclaiming God's truth, but also uh, telling what might happen in the future uh, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And we have that in the New Testament as well. Paul mentions the gift of prophecy as well in the New Testament. Uh, my question for you is, can a Christian today in the, the New Covenant, can they still have the gift of prophecy? Yeah, and I would say, no, the gift of prophecy doesn't exist today. The key verse, I think, is Ephesians 2.20. Mm -hmm. The church is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Mm -hmm. That foundation has been laid, Jude 3. The faith is once for all delivered to the saints in the, la in the Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2. In these last days, God has spoken to us in his Son. Mm -hmm. So... The apostles and prophets functioned in, in the sense that they were reflecting upon the ministry, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The fulfillment of the covenant promises had come decisively in Christ. We, we have the fulfillment of all of redemptive history. Mm -hmm. So the apostles and prophets functioned to explain and unpack the significance of mm -hmm. what Jesus has, has done. No one can do that today. Mm -hmm. The next great event in redemptive history is the second coming of Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, some people today want to say, well, prophets still exist today, but New Testament prophets, unlike Old Testament prophets, can make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I just say a couple things about that. First of all, it's very clear that a prophet in the Old Testament was infallible, mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 18. That's how you assess mm -hmm. whether someone is a prophet. First Samuel chapter 3, it's so interesting. It says about Samuel that none of his words fell to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Everything Samuel said came true. Mm -hmm. and, and so many passages we could look at. Jeremiah mm -hmm. chapter 28. Hananiah is identified as a false prophet because he 
prophesies the vessels are going to come back from mm-hmm. Babylon, and Jeremiah comes back and says, actually, that's not from God, mm-hmm. and here's how you're going to know. You're going to, you're going to die, and he dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So prophecy is infallible, inerrant. Mm-hmm. So could New Testament prophecy be different? I would say, first of all, the burden of proof is upon those who want to say the nature of New Testament prophecy is different from Old Testament prophecy. Mm-hmm. Here, here's another problem. If New Testament prophets today, if their prophecies have errors in them, then what do we do with all these warnings about false prophets? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus warns us about false prophets. First John says, test the spirits to see if they are from God. Mm. Well, how in the world are we gonna discern who are the true and false prophets if true prophets can have errors in their prophecies. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. An- another point I want to make is those who think that there are errors in prophecies, they'll, they'll say, well, look at 1 Corinthians 14. Look mm-hmm. at 1 Thessalonians 5. We don't judge and assess the prophets. We judge and assess the prophecies. Mm-hmm. And my response to that is, but that's what they did in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. They judged and assessed whether the prophets were true prophets by their utterances, mm-hmm. by their prophecies, mm-hmm. by what they said. I always say you, you couldn't discern whether someone was a true prophet by saying he has a nice smile <laughs> or he looks like a nice person or she mm-hmm. looks like a nice person. You, you, you discern the authenticity of the prophets by Mm-hmm. Uh, the the prophecies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, just really quick, the last thing I'll say is some think Agabus made an heir in Acts chapter 21 yeah. when he says the Jews will bind Paul and hand him over to the Romans. Then you read the story, mm-hmm. and he's actually they're 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 trying to kill Agabus, mm-hmm. and he's and he's rescued by the Romans. And they'll say that Agabus got that wrong. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think they're mistaken there, though, because Agabus says, thus says the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he binds his own hands and feet, just as Old Testament prophets mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the Old Testament prophets say again and again, thus says the Lord, using the very same word. Mm-hmm. I'll use a Greek word here, tada, mm-hmm. that Agabus uses. Mm-hmm. And when Paul just himself describes what happened to him in Acts chapter 28, he uses the same word from Agabus's prophecy. So I don't think Luke is telling us that Agabus made a mistake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we, I could say more, but maybe these brothers want to chime in a little bit. Sure. Well, it's not neglecting the fact that, that the Spirit convicts us of sin, that we have right. the, 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 even sometimes the, the prompting to share the gospel, but we're not mm-hmm. claiming infallible prophetic status for any prompting or conviction that we might have. And I think mm-hmm. some people have elevated those feelings of prompting and convicting to the status of New Testament prophecy or Old Testament prophecy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the distinction mm-hmm. that I think we would make around this table. Mm-hmm. That's not biblical prophecy. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean the Spirit's not active mm-hmm. in convicting no. us mm-hmm. and even prompting us at a times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. I think it's important what Mike just said because I think some believers, uh, when they hear us say prophecy is no longer um, active, operative, 
that what we're saying is that we don't have any sort of personal experience with the Holy Spirit's ministry in our lives. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. It's, we, we just have to make a distinction about what it is we're experiencing, and it's not prophecy. It may be an impression, maybe a prompting, an encouragement, a conviction, but it doesn't rise to the level of something infallible. Mm -hmm. When Paul stands up and says things to the Corinthians that are, you know, I have the Spirit of God, and he's making very clear, he's making declarative statements. But in 2 Corinthians 2.12, he comes to Troas and he says, I have no rest in my spirit, right? And he goes on to Macedonia. I don't think he's claiming that this is some infallible revelation from God. Mm. It's just mm. in his discernment, he's recognizing, I just don't, that's just not right. I've got, and he said, I've got a door of opportunity here in Troas, mm -hmm. but I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna walk through that door. I'm, I'm gonna go into Macedonia. I, and I think another example is we think of miracles. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think today individuals have a gift of miracles. Mm -hmm. But I think all of us would agree, God still does miracles. Of course. Yeah. So I think people hear us say, oh, there's not a gift of miracles today. I think they conclude, well, then we don't believe in miracles at all. But that's mm -hmm. not what we're saying. Mm -hmm. We're saying God does miracles. Miracles are rare by definition, I think. Mm -hmm. But I don't think any particular person has that gift today. Mm -hmm. And even advice, uh, timely advice, it can be a powerful influence in a believer's life. Mm -hmm. Just the way God works in, in, through providence mm. is amazing. And someone will say just the right thing to us at just the right time, mm. and it influences mm. us in a direction. We look back on it later and we say, that was so powerful mm. in my life. Mm. That doesn't make it a prophecy. Mm -hmm. It just means God working through his people in ways that, that are amazing. And it's not as though God is inactive, and that's how sometimes they feel like we don't believe God is active, right? Matter of fact, those of us that believe that God is at work in providence, he's much more active than those that are saying he's passive between those points of having to break into time and space and that's fix right. a problem, right? We believe that God is at work, and he's working all things together. He's got a plan, everything after the counsel of his will. And that's a God that we believe is very active, even yeah. though we're sometimes accused of putting God in a box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now you can find links to all of our social media channels by going to our website, straighttruth.net. Now do us a favor, please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to these episodes there. We release new episodes every Thursday. Also, go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.